You're listening to Anita Marks on 98.7 ESPN. Aaron Rodgers going down the Jets. This, this, is, this is such a huge story. Such a huge story. It really is. Um, so I'm trying to integrate gambling into our discussion. Um, and uh, so, so really quick, uh, heading into, <laughs> heading into uh, Saturday's college football games, here's my three top plays. UNC minus six and a half against Minnesota. You, if, if you've tuned in to our gambling show, you know I love Drake May, quarterback for UNC. Offensive coordinator Chip Lindsey, explosive offense. Okay, Minnesota, their offense has struggled 119th in yards per play. Also, UNC's defense better than Nebraska as well as Eastern Michigan. So I think UNC rolls here. I'll lay the six and a half. I'm going to take Mississippi State plus 10 over LSU. The Tigers, this will be their third game in 13 days. Okay, they're one and four against the spread their last five games as a road favorite. Their last, you know, um, they've they've they, probably more players. I wouldn't be surprised. More players were LSU lost to the NFL draft than any other team, even over Alabama. Okay, MSU. I love their quarterback Will Rogers. Uh, also, they've got the top rusher in the SEC, Joe K. I call him Joe Q. Joe Q. Marks. No relation, by the way. Great defense, and this will be the first SEC game that Mississippi State will play since Mike Leach has passed away. So I do believe that this is going to be a team that's going to be playing with a lot of emotion. So I like Mississippi State plus 10. Also, I like Western Michigan plus 28.5 against Iowa. I think this is a, a, a pseudo-trap game for Iowa considering Penn State is right around the corner. Uh, their offense is anemic. Their quarterback is dealing with a quad injury. And if Western Michigan can just get any points on the board, a field goal, a touchdown, anything, a a safety, (laughs) I think they could cover. Iowa has scored 33 points or less in 24 straight games. I think the spread here is way off. I think it's too many points. So Western Michigan plus 28.5, Mississippi State plus 10, UNC minus 6.5. Those are my three college, my three favorite college plays heading into tomorrow. But we're talking about the Jets. We're talking about no Aaron Rodgers. We're talking about this Jets organization being committed to Zach Wilson. I don't like it. If I was a Jets fan, I would be up in arms. I'd be wanting this team to reach out to other teams to try to get other quarterbacks by the names of Andy Dalton, Ryan Tannehill, Kyler Murray, um, the list goes on and on. Uh, but the majority of calls, right? We got Julian and Chantel producing the show today. With the majority of calls calling in, they're like, we believe in Zach Wilson, ride or die. We are going to, <laughs> we're, we, are, we are rolling with Zach Wilson. I just don't get it. Let's go to Chris and Beth Page. Chris, welcome in. Good evening. Hey, Anita, uh, I'm going to be the voice of reason here. I've been listening to this stuff all week. I'm with you. And, you know, truth be told, I'm not a uh, Jet fan. But I will say I have a lot of friends with Jet fans. And mm-hmm. you know what they say on the stages of grief? They're all going through denial now. That's what it yep. is. Because they're, yep. grieving, they're totally denying what's going on here. 
this team is going to go 6-11, and 11, any which way you slice it. Because let me tell you something. Don't you think that these, like the Cowboys are licking their chops? You know what they're going to do? They're going to stack the box. They're going to make sure the Jets don't run on them. Every team is going to make Zach Wilson try to beat them. That's what they're going to do. They're going to take away their running game. And their offensive line is, let's face it, uh, mediocre at best, the Jet offensive line, okay? They're talented on defense. They have some weapons. But everybody's talking it up like uh, – like they are the 85 Bears, that they can win games just on pure defense. And that's just not going to happen. And I'm sorry to pour cold water. And you, you're right. Go out and get like Gardner Minshew or something. Do something to salvage it. You are not going to win with Zach Wilson. He was the 68th rated quarterback last year in the league. 68. Think about that. Okay? So Yeah, there's, just, thir- there's, 30, there's 32 teams. <laughs> there's 32 teams. He was worse than backup quarterbacks in the NFL. It was, and and I don't want to hear about this five and O stuff with this and that, uh, what they went last year. You know, some another caller brought this up a while ago on another show, and he was right. The Jet defense were like bullies last year. They beat up on backup quarterbacks all over the place. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But when they had to play like Joe Burrow or just just a quad, granted, I, something's going on with Josh Allen. I'll give him that. There's something that they're in Josh Allen's head. There's something he has regressed. Mama Mimi's right. Um, maybe it's ever since he lost Dable. He looked terrible in the playoffs against Cincinnati last year, okay? And then he looked terrible against the Jets. There's something going on with him. So, anyhow, all I'm saying is I agree with you. Jets have to do something to salvage this season. They're not going to do it with Zach Wilson. Open your eyes, Jets fans. I love you. You mean well, but I know you're going through a stage of grief right now. Chris, solid call. Solid call. And, and, and again, like, like I agree like. I have a lot of Jets. I have a lot of Jets fans. They're still recovering. They're still like a lot of them like left the game at at the at the half. They just couldn't. They just needed to go home and get in bed and just call it a night. And I understand. I get it. I get it. Um, just taking a look at the schedule, folks. They're not beating the Cowboys in Dallas. They're just not, okay, with Zach Wilson. Patriots, Patriots should have beaten the Philadelphia Eagles, okay? Uh, they're going to beat the Miami Dolphins this week. So that's not going to be a walk in the park, okay? Their defense is very good. And now that Bill O'Brien's there, Mac Jones is very good. Uh, they're not going to beat Kansas City. Then they're going to have to go to the Broncos, um, they could beat the Broncos. Uh, that's that, very well. They could beat the Broncos. Um, but I have more faith in Sean Payton as a head coach uh, than I do in, in Robert Sala with all due respect. They're not beating the Eagles, the giants. Okay. They'll beat the giants. Um, the chargers. We'll see what happens. The chargers defense is just God awful. What, what, what like, Unbelievable what the Miami Dolphins were able to do them do to them in Week One. Unbelievable. Um, they'll beat the Raiders at Buffalo. It's not happening um, with with Zach Wilson. Not happening. Uh, Dolphins. Falcons. Listen, Falcons are surprising me. Okay, their defense is pretty solid. Their offensive line is top five, and now they have the one-two punch with Algier. And, uh, and and Robinson, watch out for this Falcons team now. Um, I know it's only week one, 
It's not a knee-jerk reaction. I'm just saying, like, I am I was surprised and impressed. So watch out for the Falcons. Uh, Texans, they'll beat. Dolphins, who knows at that point in time in December if, if two is still going to be the, the starting quarterback. We, we just don't know, right? Um, Washington, the Browns, and then, of course, they end the season with the Patriots. It's, 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 it's tough sledding. I mean, just, and again, we've been talking about it for a month, over a month now, right? The first six weeks of the season, Cowboys, Patriots, Kansas city, um, the Broncos and, and the Eagles. So I, I think that this will be a Jets team. I think they'll be very fortunate if they end the first six weeks, two and four. I really do. 800-919-3776. We'll continue with your calls. Let's go to Jose in Brooklyn. Jose, welcome in. Hey, good evening, Anita. Shout out to the company. And just wanted to come on here because I, so even though, you know, I don't enjoy when other fan bases, you know, kind of like to make fun of mine, it is totally true what the previous caller said. There is a, a lot of us Jet fans are still in the denial stage. And I, I, I you know me, I can't buy into delusion. And the delusional take of thinking that Zach Wilson is somehow going to put it together because all of a sudden Aaron Rodgers was the guy who he looked up to and he came over and since he was learning from him the last couple months and all of a sudden he learned how to be a professional and show up on time to meetings and, you know, all of a sudden earned everyone's respect in the locker room where this is a violent game where, yes, you can die because we've seen situations where people get carted off by ambulance. So this is kind of a situation where I'm just like, I don't know where people where people think they can be delusional but I, it has to be because since this is such early in the season we, we we just can't accept that the season is over season is over so quickly and hopefully i am wrong and hopefully zach wilson does show something because i don't want to say that you know people are not good but when i saw when i saw like people like Brock Purdy and Desmond Ritter and guys who were going to be drafted the year after him, their draft status got depreciated and devalued to a point where Brock Purdy ended up becoming Mr. Irrelevant. And Brock Purdy was better at at Iowa State than than Zach Wilson at at BYU. I don't know why people try to, you know, feed me that delusion that, you know, that Zach Wilson was just going to be such this, natural hit I, I i just couldn't i just couldn't buy that so i i wanted to get that off my chest thank you Anita. you got it jose 800-919-3776 uh, let's go to ron in connecticut ron welcome in hey anita uh great to uh connect with you here i'm a longtime listener and a big fan of yours oh thank you very much i appreciate that um i've been uh i grew up uh, lucky enough, my father was a season ticket holder. The Jets were playing at Shea Stadium in the uh, uh, late 70s and early 80s. Um, and then when I was uh, old enough to buy my own tickets, I've been going to the Meadowlands and um, MetLife Stadium as a season ticket holder for about 20 years now. And um, I'm sick to my stomach over what happened on Monday night. Um I've been to um, a 
I, I'm a little backwards as far as fans goes. I'm a Yankee, uh, a big diehard Yankee fan, and I'm a Jet uh, season ticket holder. And um, Monday night was the most um, was the best sports scene I've ever seen in my life. Walking into the stadium and before the game and everything, and um, talk about getting punched in the gut. That was the worst I've ever felt as a fan. Um, but I'm I'm with you, Anita. Um, I think they better make a, a move for a uh, a quarterback, and I'm talking about either Matthew Stafford or Gardner Minshew or someone to just try to be able to manage this team, um, or uh, we're in big trouble. Yeah, uh, Ron, and, and thanks for the phone call. Thank you for the compliments. I, I, I appreciate it, and, and my heart goes out to you. Like I said, I, I can't even – I can't even imagine, like, like the, the feeling, the emotion, the roller coaster of emotions that, that I'm sure took place that evening, you know, not just for the team, of course, but also for Jets fans to be there in the stadium, excited, Aaron Rodgers out there, and then just four plays in. That's another thing. Like, you know, Jets fans really didn't even get a, a really good taste of what this offense truly will look like would have looked like with Aaron Rodgers right because we didn't even we didn't even get really a, a good sample size in the preseason we could just sit back and we could only imagine what this offense uh would have entailed and in what it would have um you know how prolific it could have been but it's just it's our imagination right now because we really didn't we didn't see how it played out and that's really sad. And I feel and I feel bad. I feel bad for Jets fans in that regard. And my heart goes out to you, right? Um, but this game, this this team has been constructed to to not just win this division, but win a Super Bowl. And and so and and where it sits right now, I, I just and with all due respect to to, to Zach Wilson, um, I just don't think he could take this team there. And, you know, I had a caller who called in and was just like, well, we're not going to win the Super Bowl with any of the other quarterbacks that I've been mentioning with Andy Dalton or Gardner Minshew or Colt McCoy or Ryan Tannehill or Kyler Murray. Or... Listen, at the end of the day, they give you a better opportunity than Zach Wilson. So, all right. So, you know, we're just we'll just we're gonna we're gonna roll with Zach Wilson and and not make it to the postseason and hope that Aaron Rodgers is gonna be ready to go next year. Forty year old with like a complete tear of the Achilles, which by the way, Kobe Bryant couldn't return and be a hundred percent. I was actually, I know I'm gonna date myself here. I don't care. I was on the sideline when Dan Marino tore his Achilles. I heard it pop. It sounded like a shotgun. I was on the sideline. I was a grip. I was an intern. I was a grip working with a, a photographer, carrying his tapes. And I, I was there when, when Dan Marino tore his Achilles. Never, never was the same. So time is now. It's not about, oh, let's ride this out with Zach Wilson and 
we'll get Aaron Rodgers back next year. And no, time is now. You're never promised tomorrow, ever. If I'm a Jets fan, I am screaming at the mountaintop. This team is ready to win now. This roster is is great. Give me a quarterback that's going to get us there. 800-919-3776. We come back. We'll continue with your calls. Uh, it is Weekend Wager. It's typically a wagering show. I'm throwing in some wagering material, but obviously we've got a full bank of calls, and we will continue to take your calls uh, while at least I'm on. 800-919-3776. Nita Marks with you, 98.7 ESPN. You're listening to Anita Marks on 98.7 ESPN. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight. S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. So again, mark your calendar, September 24th. Jets fans, head out there. The New England game. Um, and again, it is G17. That is the lot. G17. By the way, I, I was talking to our producers, Julian and Chantel, before we came back. Um, there is a cyber hack. I, I just found, guys, I just found out about this today. Uh, there is a cyber hack happening right now in Las Vegas. And, um, and it, it, it's, it's unbelievable. Caesars paid a $15 million ransom to make it go away, but MGM is not paying the ransom. So Caesars has been affected. MGM has been affected. Like, you, 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 you can't use the ATM. Guests that have already, like, used their credit cards to check into the hotel, they're, they've got fraudulent stuff happening on their credit cards. It's like, it's a disaster right now happening in Las Vegas. Could you, and, and, and just let's marinate in this for a minute. Caesars paid a $15 million ransom to make it go away. $15 million. But MGM did not. 
So you can't even, you can't gamble right now at MGM. Is that amazing? Yeah, it's a really wild story. I saw like <laughs> one person said they lost their key card to the room and they only had one. So now anytime they leave the room, security has to escort them back and forth. It's, 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 it's really, it's unbelievable. Um, <laughs> it's, it, it's insane right now. 800-919-3776. We'll continue with your calls. Let's go to Lou and Clark. Lou, welcome in. Anita, what's up? How are you? Hopefully I'm you're not good. in Vegas. Uh, Hopefully you're not in Vegas, Lou. No, listen, uh, actually the Borgata got hit with it a little bit too, with like the players' cars and things like that, the front desk. They're part of MGM. It, it, this is insane, right? Yeah, no, it, it's pretty crazy. It's not uh, uh, time out. It's time, wait, I, I'm just curious. Are they saying like where they, is this from Russia? Is this from China? Like where, where is this coming from? Do, do you, have I, you don't, I don't know. I mean, one would assume that it, that it, that it has to come from one of those two countries. I right. Mean, they, they, they're the ones that have the capability to do that. And, and you know, but I, I, I don't know. I, I was just, okay. at the board I was just, I was just curious. I was, yeah, I was just curious. I was curious if, if, if you had heard more about it anyway. No, I didn't. Um, so, 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 I mean, this, 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 this jet team and more importantly, my fellow jet fans, um, it's, it, it's actually making me nauseous, um, because this, this jet roster was, was manufactured and engineered like a, like a Ferrari. And essentially what we're doing is we're handing the keys to this Ferrari over to a little boy. All right. This, this little headband wearing weirdo. All right. He reminds me of the karate kid. All right. Last year he was told to sit in the corner with his clipboard and not talk and not do anything. Don't play, even though you're 100% healthy, because you were that detrimental to a team. Now, all of a sudden, we think that things are going to be different. The Patriots are only getting better. Matt Jones is going to throw for 4,000 yards. The, the kid threw 54 times on, on, on Sunday, and, and they should have beat the, uh, the Eagles. If Tua plays both games, they're going to lose twice then. They're going to split with the Bills. Jo- um, Zach Wilson beat the Bills last year once. He beat them again this year. That same game, Allen threw two interceptions. This time they threw three interceptions. That's what they do. They'll lose to the Browns. This Jet team is going to win five, six games with, with him at quarterback. It's not going to change. I, Lou, I I'm going I'm, I'm I'm to I'm gonna throw this out, and not just because Bill Barnwell is a friend of mine, and I've had him on my show several times. Bill Barnwell came out with an article, a column, sorry, um, about two months ago saying that the Jets should have signed Derek Carr over Aaron Rodgers. And keep in mind, they could have – Derek Carr was here. And I think they really yeah. could have – I think they could have signed Derek Carr. But what, what happened was they entertained Derek Carr. It was kind of like, you know, like you, you've, you, you've, got that, you've, you've got that girl that you, want, that you know is like the girl you want to marry. She's, she'll be a phenomenal wife, Right but you've got that really hot girl that you want to date. And so you're not willing Lou to commit to the girl that you know will be a phenomenal wife because you want at least a few dates with this girl that you want to date. Right. And so Derek Carr was like, screw you. I'm going to go and I'm going to sign with the saints because not only do they want to marry me, but they're willing to take me out on dates so that he was like, screw you. I'm leaving. And 
but at the end of the day, Derek Carr, younger, um, and not as injury prone, okay, and would have cost you a lot less money, and still could you could and and I'm just saying this, Lou. Could you imagine Derek Carr quarterbacking this team right now? I still, I still, I, I would think that I would think that Jets fans would still feel that they would be Super Bowl bound, at least a, 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 in in a better situation right now than with Zach Wilson. Right now, I would rather jump in with the Cougar, old man Philip Rivers, who was tossing the ball around for forty one hundred yards, than the situation that we're in right now. I mean, I would take just about anything right now than what we have. I mean, we're talking about a game manager. The last time a game manager won the Super Bowl was in 2003. It was Brad Johnson. That was the last time a game manager won anything. The league changed. We don't. A game manager does nothing for us. I, I, I hear you, Lou. I'm just, I'm just, and I appreciate the phone call. I'm just saying, you know. Bill Barnwell came out with that column and he got absolutely destroyed. I just, I, I think Jets fans need to think about that for a minute. We get back. Mark Adam, you'll be first up right here on 98.7 ESPN. You're listening to Anita Marks on 98.7 ESPN. This weekend, a few other plays that I do like. My, probably my favorite play is the Atlanta Falcons minus one and a half against the Packers. Uh, Jordan Love, only a 55% completion percentage, even though 55 55- 55% completion percentage, still yards after the catch. Man, if it wasn't for Aaron Jones, boy, uh, Jordan Love would not have the stats that he did at the end of the game. Uh, Jordan, Aaron Jones is now dealing with a hamstring issue along with Chris Watson. Quay Walker has got a concussion. Uh, he's not expected to play. That's going to be a huge loss for them on the Packers' defense. Uh, and they already gave up over 300 yards in week one. So I think Bijan Robinson... Algier, I think they run all over the Green Bay Packers. They've got a great offensive line. Uh, Corral Patterson is back. Um, Okuda is back on the defensive side. Their defense is solid. I love Atlanta at home at minus one and a half. Um, Also, believe it or not, I do like the Patriots at plus three and a half. The Dolphins, they had to travel, as of course, as we know, out to the West Coast to take on the Chargers, then come back now head out to New England. So their first two games are on the road. Five times in the history of the NFL has this happened in week one and week two in the last 20 years. And those teams are one in four against the spread. Those teams that are favored because the Dolphins are favored here at, at, at minus three and a half. And so, uh, and when that team won the prior game, which the Dolphins did, against the Chargers. They're 19-26-1 and one against the spread. So trends don't lie. Uh, it's all about the Patriots. I like the Patriots at home, plus three and a half. Um, I, they should have beaten the, the Eagles. They lost the Eagles 25-20. Uh, they outgained them in yards 382-251. to They had 24 first downs compared to the Eagles only having 17. But here is, here is what the difference is was in the game against the Eagles. Darius Slay had a 70-yard interception return touchdown, and the Eagles made all four of their field goals. Get this, brace yourself. 48 yards or longer. Josh Elliott should be paid a ton of money. He made a 61-yard field goal if you watched the game last night against the Minnesota Vikings. The Minnesota Vikings should have gone in at the half up 
14-7 or 14-10, right? Um, they should have gone in, but Justin Jefferson fumbled the ball at the pylon, and of course it was called a touchback. So all I have to say, the Eagles very easily could be 0-2, guys. The Eagles very easily could be 0-2. And the Patriots, in my opinion, should be 1-0. Um, I I think I think they beat beat the Miami Dolphins this week. Their their defense is is really really solid. And here's another thing: Mac Jones, best completion percentage in Week One of all 32 starting quarterbacks, and passed for over 300 yards against very good Eagles defense. Patriots beat the Miami Dolphins this week. Two of my favorite plays, Atlanta and the Patriots. I also like the Jags, by the way, going up against the Kansas City Chiefs. 800-919-3776. Let's get your calls. Uh, let's go to Mark in New Jersey. Mark, welcome in. Good evening. Hi, how are you? Great. Awesome, awesome. I, I got a point and a question. Uh, my point, uh, for all my other beloved Jets fans who are uh, feeling like the sky is falling. You're allowed. Me, myself, I'm probably the biggest Zach Wilson uh, nah, hater, I guess. I, I kind of hate the kid, but uh, detractor, I'll say that. Mm, but after last year, you know, and having a little time to think about what it is about this kid that I like, the one thing that I like about him, is he has a rocket for an arm, especially over the middle of the field, say 10, 15 yards. Uh, He has this absolute rocket, and there's no denying that. So for me, my money, um, why I think that he was ruined and why his confidence is shot is because Mike LaFleur is absolutely horrible as a play caller. So I say that to say this. We have Hackett in there, and, and Hackett absolutely knows how to be an offensive coordinator. He absolutely knows what to do to place his quarterback in positions to win. His scheme is, is impeccable, absolutely, it's like, it's like the other best of them. So what I'm looking to see is with Zach's confidence will, and him getting more comfortable in the system that Hackett's running um, and that arm, I think, and if he stops running backwards, that 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 part too. Geno Smith used to do that a lot. Um, with that, gives me confidence in wanting to see more. And there's a reason why the coaches want to see more. And, and I think it's along those lines. Um, the other thing is this. Uh, oh, other than the fact of Dallas is going down, I think we're going to beat them outright in Jerry World. And the last question that I had for you is if Zach is I mean he's not good I'm not I'm still not defending that he hasn't been under previous tutelage but if Zach is uh, this is a big mistake like I've been hearing and all of this other stuff um, then how come the Jets going in Jerry world the Cowboys have after totally dismantling the Giants uh, to the likes of we haven't seen in a long time any team do any other team. And they're home. And we got Zach. 
and the point spread is nine, how come you're only betting the under and not taking Dallas and laying the points? Curious. Because, and Mark, thanks for the phone call, and it's a great question uh, because I, I think this defense is going to keep the Jets in the game to where – I, I just I, I don't think I don't I don't I don't think a lot I don't think either team is going to score a lot of points. Like I could see this game being like seventeen ten. That's why I could see this game being seventeen ten or thirteen three something like that. Th- that's how good I think these defenses are. But at the same time, I don't know. Maybe Dallas's defense come in, comes in and, and just totally like beats up on Zach Wilson like we saw them beat up on Daniel Jones. And I, I don't know. Dallas wins, I, I don't know, 24-3. I, 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 don't, I don't know. I don't have a good, I don't have a good grip. I don't, have, I don't have a lot of, um, what's the word I'm looking for, conviction in regard to how I see this playing out. What I what I do have conviction on is that both these defenses are excellent, and I don't think Dak Prescott in the Dallas Cowboys nor the Jets and Zach Wilson are going to be able to put up a lot of points. Hence, why I like the under. Let's go to Adam in New Jersey. Adam, you're up. Hey, um, so totally agree with the Dallas game. Uh, I think the Jets are actually going to win. I think. Uh, the fact that the running game for the Jets is so strong will neutralize a, a little bit of Parsons, and uh, you know that secondary will kind of neutralize their ability to kind of uh, make turnovers. But uh, aside from that, um, I just want to talk about how no one is really grilling Joe Douglas. Everyone kind of sings his praises, but. If you are going all in, all of the chips are in the middle of the table, why would you not address QB2? You're putting all your eggs in a 40-year-old basket, and then you're not going to take Hendon Hooker? Or you're, you're, you're going to go back to a kid that was benched literally by his teammates but, but Adam, here, here's the thing. And, and Adam, don't hang up. I want to have this conversation with you because this is really important. This is a Jets team that took Zach Wilson number two overall. If they were to turn around, if they were, if, 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 if they were, if they were going to turn around and draft um, the quarterback from Tennessee, if they were to turn around and draft a quarterback in this year's NFL draft, which by the way, which by the way, I don't think any of these quarterbacks are ready for the NFL, right? Like I, I don't think any of them are. So I don't think that was the wise move, right? right. Um, but now, so what what are you doing, Adam? You you as an organization, you as a front office, you're admitting that you got Zach Wilson wrong more ways than one, right? Like like yeah. I I think it's I think it's I think it's easy to say, hey. We have an opportunity to get Aaron Rodgers, one of the best quarterbacks. We know that he's going to go into the Hall of Fame. So we're going to bench Zach Wilson this season because we have an opportunity to have Aaron Rodgers. It's very different than being like, hey, you know what? We really screwed up. We, we, we made a huge mistake drafting Zach Wilson where we did. We're going to go with Hendon Hooker uh, it, because we feel that once that knee gets straight with Hendon Hooker, 
We feel that he's going to be a better quarterback than Zach Wilson. And oh, by the way, we can get him in the fourth round. Like that, that's like, that's, that's admitting that your, your scouting department and your general manager and your front office screwed up royally by drafting Zach Wilson. That's why Adam. But I don't think there's any hiding that. I think go back to last year's Patriots game. I, I mean, I was against. I was all in on Justin Fields. I, I hated the pick at two for Wilson. I thought it was a reach. I thought it was just. I, I thought it was going to set the organization back at least ten years. Like, but that he's like his rocket arm. He's either overthrowing or throwing it in the dirt. I just, you know, sometimes you just got to admit that it you doesn't. It, it here's a, and Adam. Thanks for the phone call. I appreciate it. Listen. You, you, it doesn't matter at the end of the here, here's, this is what I want to, gosh, there's so much I want to say outside of me. There's so many people who appoint Tom Brady as the goat. Tom Brady doesn't have a rocket arm. Tom Brady can't throw the ball 90 yards with a flick of a wrist. Tom Brady doesn't run a four five forty. Tom Brady can't play football like Lamar Jackson or Patrick Mahomes or Anthony Richardson. But everybody, oh, he's the GOAT. He's the greatest of all time. Why? Yeah. Because he's won all these championships. That's a whole nother story for a whole nother show. Playing with the Patriots. Playing in a horrible, weak division for so many years. Always making it to the postseason. Always hosting the first game in the playoff. Like, I can go on and on. All the reasons why the Patriots won so many Super Bowls. Okay? But what, what made Tom Brady such a great quarterback? Intellectual, what's between the ears, accuracy, knowing how to read defenses. It's not about the athleticism. It's not about throwing the ball as hard, as fast. It's accuracy. And and it's cerebral. The quarterback position is the most cerebral position in all of sport. All of sport across the board. So I don't, you, you, throw it far, throw it hard, all this, run fast. No. Your best quarterback coming out of that draft class was Mac Jones. And let me tell you something. He's going to show it to you this year now that he has Bill O'Brien as the offensive coordinator. Mark my words. Mark my words. Okay? Why? He's got the accuracy and he's got the smarts. And that is the formula for success when you're talking about quarterbacks who are successful in the NFL, like Tom Brady, who many of you appoint as the greatest of all time. 800-919-3776. We'll be right back right here on 98.7 ESPN.